This is Gotta Talk About It, and you're listening to The Fellas. Yeah, I'll be honest, I did let that roll a little bit longer. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. I can hear yeah, you I fine. did let that one uh, roll a little bit longer. It sounded kind of nice. Had a little bit more of a beat to it. it. It got me more excited than it had any right to be, but when I listened to it long enough, the payoff quite wasn't there. So kudos on your selection of a song. It oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what we saw perfectly today. Hey, guys, you're listening to The Fellas. The Fellas. Yeah. Today, it's me and Ray. Please, please, please tune in next week because next week we are having a movie I've been looking forward to for like the next two months. That I'm not going to tell you right now, but just tune in next week. It's going to be real good. We're going to have a very, 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 very special guest. But in the meantime, today we went and we saw uh, Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines. Sounds powerful. Because it's directed by Christian Rivers and I misread it. I thought it was Peter Jackson. Well, Peter Jackson just puts himself in the middle of things that he tends to like, I guess. Did he, know. like, give him money or something? I don't know. Peter Jackson's it. fucking slipping. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he looks old and tired. Yeah, I can see the, the belly flab poking through his fucking shirt here. That guy's a goddamn mess. But, yeah, we saw we saw Mortal Engines. And apparently, uh, Ray, I don't know if you knew this, apparently colonialism is bad. Did you oh, know that? I had the gist of something sort of like Because that. you may have thought that you'd learn that in school, yeah. but you were actually wrong. Because Hollywood, in fact, explained that to us when they made um, Avatar. Oh, okay. However, Hollywood just told us that, no, we didn't tell you that it's wrong. You didn't know it was wrong because of Avatar. You know it's wrong because we, Hollywood, we're telling you right now. Oh, okay. Showing you this movie, Mortal Engines. I thought it was because, you know, the Colonials or the West created those massively powerful weapons that could ruin the entire world. No, 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 no. I'll I'll explain it to you. But first, let's go over a rundown here. So, yeah, we saw Mortal Engines. For the fifth time, for the fifth time. Right, for the fifth time. Uh, the, the basic idea is something happened in the future which pretty much made it damn near impossible possible for uh, societies to like have all your people in a stationary city because the means they had to actually bring in food or whatever they need let's say let's say your country's turned to shit yeah but you need food well we'll just ship it in from somewhere else we'll give them iron and we'll ship in the food from you know India or something we'll, we'll call it a day well so much of the land is torn up and there's no real infrastructure to have anything to have trade between nations yeah, between yeah. cities or whatever. So what they do is they take a huge, huge number of people and create basically a mobile city, a giant city on wheels. I might have seen this somewhere. A city that's like, you know, fucking a hundred floors high. You know, it's just all these buildings and shit. And they drive to wherever there's resources yeah. and just harvest the ever-living shit out of it. If they see another city that's smaller, fuck it, gobble that shit up. Rip it pieces for all the resources and we'll just take all the people and make them our people now put them in indentured servitude all that shit now you may immediately say hey that's stupid because if your entire existence is based on running around gobbling up resources then at some point you're either going to go somewhere you're going to run out of resources where you are yep uh you're not going to be able to reach some place with more resources say time. say north america you yeah. can't drive across the fucking ocean that's true And your population is constantly expanding without you doing anything to compensate for that. Like, if you live in London, oh, our population is getting bigger and bigger. Well, we need to make more fields outside of the city to make more farms. But because you're not actually, literally everything they have is shit they're taking. They're not producing anything. I mean, a 10-year-old can be like, you know, at some point you're going to run out of shit to take. You know this, right? Well, I thought the city was growing as the movie kept progressing. No, that's just different angles. That, that was just looks different. Huge it, it, all it, the time. it was always. It, sometimes it did look smaller, and then the next time it's like, God damn, that thing's really fucking big. It was never really taller. It was more like longer. Longer, yeah. You never saw the it's back like, side of it. Shit, man, the back is like a fucking mile and a half long. What the it's, hell? It seemed enormous. Yeah, it was, that was fucking weird. But anyway, the idea is they're going around gobbling up cities. The guy who's technically in charge of it is a bad guy 
for some reason. Yeah, twirling uh, mustache, yeah. Yeah, a young lady who's an outsider comes there, tries to kill him and fails. Has a, a guy from in the city, just I've never seen the real world type city person, who ends up going with her to find out why the city could possibly be a bad thing. And they both learn things about each other, and at some point, there's a fight. That's the plot. Now, I bet you're saying, God damn, Antoine, you were you were really kind of thin on your explanation of the basic <laughs> plot. It really seemed like you were phoning it in. Almost oh. like you were kind of insulting me. No, no, That's no. what it seems like. It doesn't but, seem like that at yeah, all. Yeah, but actually, I'm not insulting you or cheating you. I'm simply passing along what was given to me. Because I looked at this and said, that's okay. I'm not going to give them the tidbits of this. I'll just hand them the whole plate that was handed to me. And guess what? You're looking like, man, this motherfucker didn't leave me shit. I didn't take none of it. That's what was handed <laughs> to me. That's your plot. Well, the trailer almost gave you everything you needed to know about this movie. Yeah, everything looks pretty. That's true. That's that what the true. trailer fucking gave you, and that's all you needed to know, and that's why I fucking showed up. Yeah. Because if I would have listened to these motherfuckers attempt to act for like <laughs> five minutes consecutively, oh. I want you to show me, here's the trailer. Here's five minutes of the movie. I'd have been like, nope. I don't know what was not worse, watch it. the acting or the dialogue. Ooh, that's Normally, I always say it's the dialogue that's worse, because the acting can only do so much, but honestly, none of these motherfuckers could act, and once I went to IMD DB. It's like nobody's been in shit before. I was complaining that this is the most stilted, forced <laughs> fucking acting I've ever seen. It's like, okay, I you, you met him and you hate him. I hate you. Okay, now you've been with him for a while and you're starting to come around and now you don't want to believe it, but you're having feelings for him. You're starting to love him. So now you're acting as that tortured lover torn between two worlds. Okay, now action. I love you. Um, okay. Let me let me say this again. You hated him before, but you're gradually being pulled in a certain direction with your emotions, and you're having this internal conflict with yeah. your emotions. I want you to convey that to the people. Okay. Don't just say that you love him. That's not really going to be believable. I have to believe that you're struggling. You, you don't understand what these feelings are. Okay, okay. You're struggling. Okay. And action. I love you. All right. Uh, Fuck it. Let's just, just fix it in post. We'll fix yeah, it in post. Yeah, fix it in post. Just take it. That's everybody. I think the best way to do it is let's run down the list of characters. Yeah. And then after we run down the list of characters and what they do, we we're even just going to say go who's the far. worst. We're just going to say who's the worst. I know why you're saying, oh, we don't even have to go that far. It's because motherfuckers were just being put in because here's a person. <laughs> he's Johnny Come Lately for yeah, on screen a, for five seconds. <laughs> and you spend literally every fucking time a new character showed up. The first thing I would say is, okay, who the fuck's this? And then after like five minutes and they're talking and they're doing shit. Why the fuck are they here? What are, what are you bringing to this? <sighs> What is your being here doing for this plot that I could not have somehow done without you being here? And the answer is nothing. And it's like that for every goddamn character after the two main characters leave the city. It's like that for literally every fucking character. So what I want to do is this, Ray. All right, all right. We're going to go through the characters. It's going to be fun. And for each character I bring up, I'm going to say what role they were. And we're each going to say what we hated the most about them. Now, see, for each person, there's more than one thing that we well, hate. Well, I hated a whole bunch of stuff about... That's that's why this is so great. You're only going to do one. Okay. Once we're done showing the characters, then we'll go into spoilers. Yeah. And we can talk about what we hated in general for the movie. Okay, okay. Okay. This is filled with nothing but hate. Okay. We can take this shit to the haters ball. What Dave Chappelle said, take him to the haters ball. Take him to the I'm going to hate ball. on you too. You ain't got nothing left, son. This movie tried to be epic mm-hmm. and it grabbed a whole bunch of freaking things. Robot Carnival. Oh, it stole from Robot Carnival. Yeah, yeah it Robot did. Carnival, the city. Robot Carnival, by the way, that short skit was how long? 55 minutes in total, but the really... No, adult- no, no. The whole tape was 55 minutes. Remember, the part of Robot Carnival... Oh. That was about like eight minutes long. Eight minutes. Yeah. Because remember, Robot Carnival was like, what, six or seven different, different stories. Yeah. Different stories. Yeah. But the one we were thinking of was how long? Eight minutes. It was the beginning and the very end. The whole thing is the Robot Carnival, the city was a carnival. Yeah, it was a carnival. That, yeah. that never stopped. It yeah, kept you know, going. It, it, it rolled over towns and everything. people were supposed to be happy to see it going. But the thing is, it's like, yo, the people who made it, everybody's dead. 
this thing isn't programmed it's running over cities the fireworks instead of shooting in the air were shooting on cities and blowing them up yeah which is actually kind of funny it's like people were being attacked yeah you know it's like everyone is just in outright terror of the robot carnival but it's supposed to be something joyous and the way it's going you can see at one point yeah it was something joyous all the robots are doing the little dances but you can see all the rust their or, arms are breaking all... off and shit it's old as hell it's not being maintained it, and it's running over people's fucking homes it was a, and they can't stop it Hera Hilmar star of such films as nothing uh the Romanovs that's indie uh ordinary man that's indie she's as well. been in a quite a bit bit of things she's mostly TV though I don't know what the fuck this it, it, yeah she's been in nothing fuck that okay um thing is with the scar she's cuter than I think she looks Without normally it. yeah if that even makes sense her whole thing not good with facial expressions no did a better job with facial expressions when she had the handkerchief covering her face yes she did like i want your eyes to tell me how you feel and she did a pretty good job of that but without that god i mean the writing for her character was way worse than her acting but don't get yeah. me wrong her acting was very bad also i, I think the thing i hated the most was she just could not convey via facial expressions or speech she simply could not convey emotion would you agree with that or would you say something else was the worst yeah something else was the worst I hated the fact that she was more portrayed like a male character than a female one. She dragged her love interest around like a puppy dog. Well, that's running not, throughout that's not the her city. fault as an actress. That's the writing. Well, that is true. I'm saying as an actress, she did not know how to convey emotion. Yeah, she's pretty much like a blank piece of paper, honestly. No, that's the, yeah, that's that's the that's the main problem. So Heather Shaw, call me in about five more years worth of acting. Call me, maybe we'll have some. Or shit it could for just you. be a bad directing too. So I I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you see, Hera Hilmar playing as Hester Shaw. She tried to kill the bad guy who's called uh, Theodis Valadine and um, I didn't even know that he had a fucking name yeah, yeah. Why don't you just call just, him Valentine? Because he didn't. I just, kept, actually... I just kept calling him Snidely Whiplash. Oh, but yeah, she tries to kill him. Tom Natsworthy, who's the doe-eyed kid with the heart of gold, who stops her from actually killing him. Played by Robert Sheehan, has also pretty much been in just about nothing. This guy, he's been in a couple is of things. A fucking weirdo, man. I'm looking at how he dresses and shit. This guy's a fucking weirdo. He's wearing a skirt and a mesh shirt, so I don't, I don't even want to know. But that's who he is. Honestly, he pulls off his acting well enough. Yeah, yeah, I think he, he, does, he did the he, best acting in the whole yes, movie. Yes, he actually kept it together. But at the same time, what's he supposed to convey? Someone who doesn't know how to do things and is learning how to do things for the first time. Yeah. Almost like someone who doesn't know how to act. So you can you can explain away all the bad acting by, well, he doesn't know what he's doing. Well, he doesn't know how to drive a car. He doesn't know how to open a door. He's learning for the first time. Blah, blah, blah. No, he's just a bad actor, but if the part you're playing is the part of a bad actor what are you gonna fucking do yeah you know technically that makes you good uh, so he does a good enough job i guess yeah my gripes are really with him and i guess it's just uh, his writing his writing is god awful now if you gave him something he really have to flex with he'd be bad at that too no doubt but moving on we have hugo weaving he is the main bad guy who is like he's fighting for the betterment of the city when is he not the bad guy? Good question. Typecast like a motherfucker. No, he's not the bad guy in Lord of the Rings, man. Other than that, he's been the bad guy. Well, he's supposed to be fighting for the betterment of the city, but you find out pretty goddamn early on he's a bad guy. And my problem with his acting, because his acting's not so bad, it's just... The writing? Again, it is the writing, but I think he could have tried a, a bit harder. more to be a, a sympathetic. He could have shown at certain points... That he, maybe he could be tender with the woman who plays his daughter or something. Yeah. But, no, I mean, once he turns heel... Which was about a, 20 minutes into the movie, and that's when the wheels came off of this fucking rig. No, I wouldn't even say 20 minutes in. He turned heel when he kicked the kid over the railing. How many minutes was that? That's about 20 minutes. That was about 20 minutes that's in? That's about 20 okay, minutes. Okay, yeah, so he turns heel 20 minutes in, and you you said it perfectly. The wheels come off the fucking bus, dude. <laughs> 
It's like, what the fuck? Why is he doing this? Everything just yeah, I'm went gonna, downhill from there. I'm going to start kicking pregnant women downstairs because it makes me laugh. We turned to like, each other. And what's we're the like, fucking point? Why would you Why'd you do that? We were like, why did she just do that? He seemed like a nice guy a second ago. I would say ago. that so many times. And the thing is, I don't care if you're not really a nice guy. But if you want people to think you're a nice guy, why would you do something which is evil that doesn't really benefit you i need to walk across the street and you're in my way i can either walk around you or i can push you down in front of me till you hit the ground and stomp on you as i walk by now honestly walking around you would be quicker than pushing you down would require less effort and would have less risk to me, I have nothing but good reasons to walk around you and walk across the street. But this dude will push you to the fucking ground every goddamn time and step on you and probably piss on you and rape rape your wife w- before w- he walks across the street. What would have been better is in this movie he kind of pushes or kicks the young hero. Well, he's the sidekick. The girl's the the real hero. He kicks him into a hole where they're spit out of the the city. A better scene or a better cut would have been that he got kicked from behind. You don't know who it is that kicked him from behind. And it would have been a mystery. because I wouldn't even said that much. When the girl let go yeah. and said, oh, ask him who this chick is or whatever. And she lets go and she drops down the chute. And he comes in. He's like, did the girl, what happened? Did you find a girl? No, she, she jumped down the thing. He's like, my God, you know, some of these people, they just don't want to be helped. What'd she say? She told me to ask you who this person was. And I'd have him, like, maybe put his head in his hands. It's like, I could tell you, but it wouldn't mean anything to you. But I would be thankful just for someone to listen, because that's a story I've held in for far too long. And I would have the kid lean on the railing to hear him tell the story. And before he even get started, the railing breaks and he falls down. That works. That works better. Because then you don't even think he's an asshole. Yeah. You don't know what the hell that means. And he's willing to admit, like, yeah, yeah, that's that's some shit. It's something my past I'd hope I'd get away from. I want to tell somebody, but I can't. But who are you? You're a fucking nobody. You know? And even better, you're from the slums. You'll probably sympathize with me. I was hoping that his character would kind of be like, remember the movie The Watchmen? Yeah. Remember Ozymandias? Yeah. Did all this horrible, horrible, horrendous shit. And at the end of it, all he was doing was begging someone, anyone, to be like, just look at me and tell me you understand why I did it. Yeah. Tell me at the end of the day, you can say I'm a horrible piece of shit human being, but tell me at the end of the day, what I did would have saved lives. What I did had the best interest at heart would have saved the most people. I'm willing for you to say I'm a monster, but just at least tell me that what I did was done for the right reason. Because if you can't even say that, I'm nothing but a murderer, psychopath. And I was hoping the guy would be like, I just want somebody to talk to to tell me I can see why you did what you did. Yeah. And that would have made him more human. Yeah. But no, he just... Because he's like, I'm just trying to get an unlimited source of energy. We're going to run out of energy and this and that and whatever. It's like, okay. He never did that. I'm sorry. We got on a bit of a tangent. I know. Um, Then we got our last character that we would actually care about. Before before I mention her, I'm going to mention the daughter. Leah George. That's a hell of a name. Yeah, she's very pretty, by the way. Yeah, she's hot. She's she's nine on on a hotness. Well, I wouldn't have said hot. I would have said pretty. But, you know, I, I can go with hot. Hot's fine. It's pretty odd. Pictures there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. She's, I, I think it's mostly the Victorian uh, clothing they were wearing. That's what I was liking. That's what made her so freaking hot to me because I love that Victorian England type stuff. But yeah, she plays the daughter and hmm, you know what? In hindsight, you're right. I shouldn't even brought her up. What, what did she do? She what walked, did she do to move the plot? Excuse me. What did she do to move the plot? What she did to move the plot? She was the, uh, uh, the pretty face in between two guys. Uh, that did uh, that <laughs> the the thing she did that could not have been done by a CG animated clown. <laughs> Explain to me. She did absolutely nothing. She, did she nothing. was just a placeholder for being the daughter. Hey, you want to know what's happening? Guy. You want to know what's happening in the city? Well, let's go to this broad. La 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 la. I'm walking down the street. Hey, my father said something that makes me wonder. Okay, back to the other character. <laughs> Like, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah, she was... Oh, man. You know what? In hindsight, I think she fucked the director. No, no. I think he I think he put some... Don't say, oh, no. At least somebody knows what's going on. If I were making a movie that I knew was going to bomb, I'd have a casting couch a mile long. <laughs> mile long. 
She's a cute one. Her thing is pointless. If you were to go to a five-star restaurant, yes. which does nothing but serves dog shit, okay. and you're like, sir, I'm here with my trophy wife. I don't have time to play around. I want to speak to the chef. I want the finest plate of acting dog shit that you can give me. Yes. And the waiter would be indignant and says, sir, do you know who's serving you? Our five-star chef of actor dog shit. See, I don't believe it. <laughs> I've had dog shit all over the world, and no dog shit is enough to make my inside just disintegrate in my bowels, turn my guts into snakes. I want supreme grade A dog shit. And a raider just kind of like claps his hand. You know, he yeah, goes he back. Goes and you know, he comes out with a steaming pile of, of <laughs> acting dog shit. And he sits it before them. And the man tastes it and says, My God, this is 100% pure dog shit. <laughs> It's not that Cambodian dog shit. It's it's one hundred percent pure dog shit. <laughs> and he says, "Please, you have to tell me what's the name of this dog shit. <laughs> this dog shit is called Jihai. What the fuck? I should. She's I only got one name. <laughs> I should have practiced this. G Jihai. Jihai. No, it's, it's J I. Is that it? Is uh, I guess J I. G G A G A. Yeah, G A. I would go with G-A. G-Hey. G-Hey. G- no, G-Hi-A. G-Hi-A. G-Hi. G-Hi. Let's call her G-Hi. <laughs> let's call her G-Hi. Okay, so. G-Hi to acting. G-Hi is, um, well, how do how do I put this kindly? Um, Let's say you have a four-way stop. You have Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, the pretty-looking lesbian, or the butch looking man-hating dyke. Jihai would be the fourth option. It's like, in fact, what was it I said to you the moment she came on screen? I was like, who's this dude? Oh, Isn't that what he said? <laughs> like, who the fuck's this dude? Yes, he did. Yeah, remember I said like, yo, who's this dude? And I was like, I don't think it's a dude, man. And I was like, when you said that, I was already having thoughts. Like, it's clearly a dude. There's no titties. Yeah, yeah, that and was the dead like giveaway. Man and got the pompadour haircut. Whose fucking idea was that pompadour haircut? I think that's her normal cut, man. What? I mean, if you look at her pictures, she's got like the shaved off the side. She's got that storm haircut almost, where both sides are shaved. Tell me that doesn't look like a male member of the Yakuza. It kind of does. The only thing that got me, I was like, man, a dude wouldn't have skin that nice. But then again, I've seen some Asian dudes, all they do is throw on the wig, and you think they're chicks. No. That's no. why Bangkok I, is, Thailand is so successful with that shit. You know, it's fucked up. Now I have a pinpoint memory. When we were in the theater, she was saying some badass lines, which felt kind of off, and it felt, felt w- really modern. But then she took off her glasses, and you and someone else in the theater like dear god <laughs> yeah i think that the guy two rows above is like dear god. <laughs> yeah he took off the shades it made it worse she tried when she badass. had the shades on her badassery was more believable first off everyone's living in victorian times and this chick comes up wearing her fucking zoot suit sunglasses her red zoot suit with sunglasses knocking people around and giving them double barrel shotgun blasts to the face and I'm like, you look obnoxious and stupid with these fucking glasses on. She's the only one with glasses. Everyone is dressed like a fucking homeless drag. <laughs> and she comes out with this nicely pressed red suit. And her hair is hey, perfectly It's incredible how all this humidity and mugginess, and I got this high-ass, poofy, nicely quaffed fucking hairdo, and I'm just gonna start to indiscriminately beat the shit out of, like, 28 heavily armed thugs by my fucking self. (laughs) You see, that's the thing, Ray. The whole point, I was disappointed and bored. This was the shit that pissed me off. This was the shit that pissed me off. Like, now you're fucking insulting I, me. I thought the, now you're fucking insulting me. I thought the me. shit that p- pissed you off is when the little girl got on the guy's back and pulled, tried to pull him off. <laughs> he, he's like... <laughs> okay, everybody. Spoilers time. Hit, hit the spoilers button. I'm finna... I, I'm trying to be professional here, Ray. I'm trying to hold back a little bit. But you go and pull this shit. That's it. 
I'm ripping the band-aid off. I'm finna tear this movie a new asshole. This movie was fucking bad. All right, so to begin with, my number one problem with this movie, what kills it, All the and it's got lots, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of problems. First problem with the movie, it does not properly follow the formula. Oh, that's it one. follows the formula, but it's jumping all over the goddamn yeah. place. That's number one. Number two, you're throwing in a bunch of people for the simple sake that you want to have good-looking people. You're throwing in yeah. people. Obviously, the budget wasn't there because your people can't act for shit. Yeah. For shit. Some of the most dog shit acting I have never seen. It's like, they're not into it. Why should I be? Problem number three. They're constantly taking detours from the main plot that go fucking nowhere. That was driving me crazy. Nowhere. I think I fell asleep like for five minutes. Yeah. In one of those flashback scenes. Yeah. Dear God. Because it, it started strong and I felt like, I, I turned to you as like, man, it looks like the intro to Fist of the North Star. The world's Dude, blowing it started up. great when they showed all these mobile cities, small mobile cities that come together to have a little bazaar. Yeah. And then once the main big one showed up, oh shit, we gotta get out of here. All the cities are taking off. And the girl, the main character stayed behind to see which one was most likely to get captured. And she jumped on that one because she wanted to get on on the city. It's like, yo, that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. I really like the whole way everything was working. When they get in the city and they're like, oh, well, this is what the past was like and we don't think people knew how to read back then because they all worship these screens because the screens possess their gods. Yes, they were quite the the primitive couple. So they're that backwards yeah. about how the past worked, yet they know about the dinosaurs and meteors and they have planes that can apparently fly without fuel. Yeah. As far I, as I can see, weird. it ain't using gas. Nothing there is using petrol. The city is using steam, obviously, because yeah. they're constantly burning shit. And unless there's a gigantic steam engine on your planes... Uh, I don't know how they're getting that shit up. So, there's no consistency. That was my gripe number four. Number five, which is the number one gripe I have. This is what absolutely kills it. This one gripe makes the movie drop in entire letter grade. What was it? The horrible, horrible, horrible pacing of the movie. Yeah, the pacing of this movie was I want you to think shit. back. Every fucking scene in this movie was an action scene. There was nothing, nothing with any character development because every single time a character showed up, the first words out of your mouth was, who the fuck is this and why are they there? <laughs> That's and true. And usually, by the time that character's done, be they dead or just out of the scene, that question was still never answered. Why is this person here? Yeah, like that first dude that was spying that he came out of nowhere you didn't even know why he's even spying well that's my thing the guy who's spying for instance early on in the film freaking uh tom natsworthy right he's talking with the bad guy's daughter it's like oh ma'am there's so many weapons from the past that are so bad we've collected them all here and once we go over a, a puddle or something we're just gonna dump them out to make sure they don't get into the wrong hands okay well why wouldn't you just give them to the city officials are the city officials corrupted bad are they corrupted oh well you're not gonna tell us that's fine Maybe you could take some time to show us some examples of how they would be bad or corrupted. No. Well, we don't have time for that because now here's a scene in which you're running down to the lower decks to get some stuff. Action scene. So, okay, the museum has a bunch of important shit that could be used as a weapon. We don't know why. We are not told why. Yeah. We are never told why, actually, in the movie. Why they won't just hand it over to the city. Shit. So then the guy comes up. Oh, I found a weapon that could be used for dangerous means. Oh, you certainly did, sir. Theodos finds a dangerous weapon. Don't worry. I'll take care of this. Oh, absolutely because you're a great guy because we can trust you. Well, why you have that shit locked up in the museum? Yeah, exactly. You know, you're not going to tell me why you have that shit locked up in the museum because as far as you care, it's not important anymore. You know, you could have been like, we have to make sure Theus doesn't get it or we're keeping it here until we can give it to Theus. Whatever. That's true. You want another example? Okay. You just meet the girl who's the rebel. Okay. Heather Shaw. I'm tough as nails. I'm hardcore. I'm badass. Now Tom Natworthy, who was trying to catch me at first, 
Now he's outside of the city, just like me. And he's like so scared. Oh, I don't know what to do. This and that. Whatever. You know, oh, she's hardcore. She's badass. I have no emotions. Yeah. Whatever. I'm going to walk this way. Oh, well, I heard you talking about your parents. Don't. I'm not going to talk about my parents because I'm a badass. <laughs> okay. Then one scene later, they're in this place where they're going to sleep. And then out of nowhere, my mother died well, when I hold was on. 10. It's like, that, what the fuck? That, that scene led up to something that wound up being nothing. So they're walking around the terrain, and they get spotted by some scavengers. And then all of a sudden, they fall through a hole, which wound up being another walking so-called transport. So why was it even there? I said that, actually. Yeah, you told me. Was why there? was it even there? That was just a convenient plot device just to move the shit forward. Yes, it they're was. They're stuck in the middle of nowhere. How yes, the hell was. are they going to fall into a hole into another cockpit? Right. How how does that Ray to explain to you why that's there would take too much time. We would have to pace ourselves. But no, no, let's move. We got shit to do. We We got got shit shit to do. do. We got shit to do. So here's the thing that happened and got them out of that situation. No pacing needed. Then out of nowhere, (laughs) all of a sudden, here's my life story. Okay? So out of nowhere, without them showing the prolonged necessary time for them to get to know one another and for her to let down her guard blocks, yeah, I'm just going to tell you all about my family. Yeah. All about my past. And I'm just going to trust you now. Another huge example of no pacing. No pacing. The one that the, both of us were upset about the most. The bad guy going from misunderstood scientist who just wants to help the people to un repentant douchebag yeah it's I'm- like okay i heard this girl who tried to stab me there's one of these monster things that's trying to get her yeah and the monster thing was cool as shit the woman tells me yeah yeah one of our prisons has this monster thing okay he flies out to the prison which is also moving but it's on the ocean yeah it looks like and an I'm oil like, rig yeah what's the fucking point of that why is it moving yeah it's in true. the ocean what where, where is it going to get resources the ocean's full of fish it doesn't need to move why is it walking around yeah that's true they didn't make any fucking sense it looked nice yeah it did it looked beautiful but it didn't make any goddamn sense <laughs> And the guy's like, yeah, this monster thing out here just keeps screaming for this girl. And he looked in the in the cell. And this, honestly, has had the potential to turn it all around. Because this thing looked awesome. It's, yeah, it did. It's kind of a, would you say a cyborg? Yeah, he's more or less it's like... Got, it's got some human parts. Yeah, it's more or less like a T-1000... No, T-100, sorry. But with half the skin on it, and that's about... Yeah, I think maybe it had a human brain, but half of the brain, brain yeah. was replaced with like circuitry or whatnot. But it was basically immortal. It's kind of like a Tin Man. Yeah, and powerful as shit. Like, he could punch a hole through, like, a two-foot cinder block or some shit. Like, it was really, really fucking yeah, powerful. Yeah, the one thing about this character is, like, he's walking on little wood planks, but, you know, his weight displacement is a lot heavier for those wood planks to hold. Right, so here's what gets me. Bad guy says, hmm, I can just release this thing, and it'll run off and find this chick and kill it. So, I'm a very high-ranking member of the city. I can just say, hey, by order of the mayor, we need this thing released. What? Why? Can't tell you. But the mayor said it, and you're going to do it. And they'll release it and nap it in. No, I'm going to take my plane and I'm going to blow up the entire fucking prison. <laughs> I know. It was like, you I'm just going to kill leg. every fucking body. They don't deserve to live, yeah. even though they're doing their fucking time. Yeah. No, fuck the prisoners, man. What about the guards? Oh, what that's about the warden? Oh, the warden invited the guy in. Yeah, I'm, I'm holding this guy. You know, he's clearly a killing machine. That's I can toss up. him out into the land, and he'll walk off to find this chick. We'll never be harmed again but i have a duty this thing is a menace to everyone not just my people to everyone not just to the people of our city to everyone i have to keep him off the streets yeah fuck it i'm just gonna kill everybody yeah including this guy who's trying to help people and then this freaking cyborg just like walks out from the ocean onto ground floor and then starts making his way wherever she's at yeah and i had no problem with it i'm like yeah it's not human it can't be stopped that's fine that was kind of that was awesome what was disappointing is shit he's like i must find this woman you know, Hester Shaw, she made a promise, and she did not keep her promise. And like, mm-hmm, wait a minute, this is interesting. Yeah. This could save it. And then, unfortunately, they showed her backstory when 
talking about her parents. Yeah. Apparently, her and her mom were living happily on this shore somewhere because her mom was an archaeologist. Now, problem. The whole world is barren, which is why they want to use their city to get beyond the mythical wall. What was the place? Sun Sao, Sun... They want to go to the east. Yes, they want to go to the east past the sealed wall or some shit. Yeah. Remember how I said colonialism is wrong? Yeah. Britain is harvesting up all the resources of other cities, sucking them up and basically raping them for all their resources. And they want to force their way into the far east, which apparently is the only part of the earth that doesn't look like shit. I guess during the apocalypse, we didn't shoot nukes at China for some reason. But wouldn't their pollution still be pretty bad? Don't even get me started. I'm just saying colonialism is bad. And the Far East is so superior to the ways of the West. You yes, see. yes, yes, yes. They've got advanced I see, medicine. I see, yes. So all their fields are green. Everything's beautiful. But you can't get over there because they have this big wall with a bunch of guns. It looked impressive, though. Actually, that looked pretty cool with the little, you know. And he's like, I want to breach that wall and go over there and just rape their land of all of its resources. For the Empire. For the city of London. <laughs> I need those resources. And the people will cheer and praise the slaughter. <laughs> they will praise the slaughter because we are the West. I gotta tell you, though, some of the outfits... All the, the outfits were great. For the London uh, security guards, mm-hmm. just the all black with the little lamp on their he- helmets was actually pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I gotta it was more of like an advanced example of the bobby hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked really, no, really like, well done. All the outfits looked really nice and looked really well done. Now you're gonna get into that. I almost, I almost had to calm myself down. We were actually kind of loud when the him Dinberg came crashing down. Oh, God. No, there's a time. There's another point we were really, really loud. I mean, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that in a second. That's funny. So he's like, yeah, I want to get over there because their land is nice. Well, in this flashback, this archaeologist was on a very nice plot of land. It was. That was green and fucking beautiful. I think I might have been falling and nodding off at this point. because You this, probably were. Because I, I turned to you and said, are you awake? Because I, <laughs> I woke up from my slumber. Yeah. No, but I'm like, this area is nice. And this chick is there with her daughter. Her daughter is Hester. And she's like, I don't know. My mother was an archaeologist. She was always looking for stuff. And this guy, Thaddeus, was coming by. And whenever he'd come by, they'd be happy and holding hands and kissing. And then one day, one day, she found the box. And instantly, when she found the box, she said, no, I'll never give it to you. And he killed her. He just became an asshole. Yeah, he just killed, killed her. her. And you're watching like, the fuck's going on? He could have che- I thought she loved him. I know. I know. How much more time would it have taken to show him pointing at the box and, like, smacking his hand? This could save us all. This is... No! No one should have this technology to just show them going back and forth. Not... It was literally one second. Oh, happy, frolicking, holding hands. Oh, shit. I just dust off the box. I see the symbol. They look at each other. Instantly trying to kill each other. It's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, it, it, it could have make been, any... There was no pacing. They could have they made it look like he had no interest in it, and then when she fell asleep, he took it. No, they could have made it seem like they were both happy, they were both excited, and that evening, you know, they have some sex, they go to sleep, and she's trying to take the box and the girl and run off, and he'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, and when he confronts her, like, what the fuck are you doing trying to run off? I would have said, she came at him and tried to kill him, oh. and then he tried to stop her. And accidentally know. killed her. Yeah, something like that. Now, here's the thing that pisses me off. He's choking the mother to death, and the 10-year-old child jumps on his back and yanks him off the mother. And I threw my fucking hands up. Like, here we go. I know. I know. It was pretty So bad. he turns around and slashes her across the face because apparently he doesn't know how to kill a child. <laughs> and uh, she lives and runs off. It's his child, man. Well, you learn that later on. You know what the fucked up thing is? I didn't even know it was his kid. And when his daughter was like, Father, who is who is that girl? What happened? I'm thinking to myself, you really want to make this awesome? I have him sit down, like hold his wound. You know, he's already bandaged up says well i thought you'd never have to know because i assumed that she was dead you know this girl yes she's your sister oh and i was thinking i would have had him say that and, and she's she, like what what and the- this would have bring so much as an audience member you're like hmm the fuck's yeah. going on here? It's piqued your interest. interest. Yeah. But they didn't do that. Not just some random chick. She's fucking crazy. Cuckoo. She's nuts. And at least it puts two and two together the reason why she was trying to kill the man. Now it's kind of relevant. Well, she didn't know he was her dad, but still. She's wanted to kill him because he killed her mom. She didn't know what the fuck was going on. That's what I'm saying. It's shit like that happening all the time. There's no pacing. Matter of fact, another example of no pacing because I'll just, I'll just listen all day. Okay. Those are the problems. <laughs> the robot, which I believe was played by 
Patrick Madhow. Was the robot Magnus? No, that was the governor. Uh, Shrike, played by Stephen Lang. This robot feels like his script was written by me in junior high. <laughs> you are sad. Beep bop boop boop boop. Yeah, I would have probably written the beep bop boops in there. That's what I was waiting for. Beep bop boop. The fucking robots from the old Doctor Who shows. Yeah. That's what this thing fucking reminded me of. And it looks so awesome. And she's like, she's like, no, the robots, they're not all evil. Because when I was a kid, when I ran away, because the guy tried to kill me, that robot found me and that robot took care of me until I was an adult. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. That's good. Yeah. Because she shouldn't have been able to survive. No, as she a child that young. But it's like every day the robot would go around, Hester Shaw, sad. Turn Hester Shaw to robot. <laughs> sad memories go away. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. So I know. his whole thing is she technically agreed that, yeah, okay, I'll just be a robot because my sad memories go away. Yeah. But then she found out that the guy, Valentine, was somewhere nearby. She's like, no, fuck it. I'm going to go kill Valentine. So now the robot's pissed off and wants to find her to drag her back and make her be a robot because feelings? I guess he loves her. I guess. I guess. I don't I guess. Know. And, and I... her being a robot would make him have this love. Here's a better idea. And, and Ray, I go, came up go with, with this. Your, go with your idea. I came on the fly while I'm watching it. All I can do is sit there and judge like, I could have did this better. I could have did this better. Here's an idea. This chick is hardcore. Heart made of iron. She doesn't have fucking friends because she learned to live alone. Yeah. She doesn't have fucking friends. At some point, she ran away. Yeah. Because she didn't want to be there. She's been surviving on her own. And she's constantly running from this robot saying one step ahead. And now that the robot's back, I gotta go. I gotta go. What does it want? It wants me to keep my promise. I can't do it. But what's the promise? Not your fucking business. Shut up. You know, she's constantly running away. And then when the robot finds her, he's like, Hester Shaw, you will keep your promise. You will keep your promise. And she can be like, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not gonna do it. I won't do it. And he gives her a switch and everyone's like what does the switch do the switch shuts him down he doesn't want to live anymore he he's immortal he doesn't want yeah, to fucking really live he wants me to kill him that actually he's be like, better after this or that or whatever he's like look you have to promise me that you'll kill me and i kept promising him that i would be the one to do it but as i was growing up that was the only reason he took me because he can't shut himself down i'll yeah. shut him down but as he's raising me he doesn't have emotion he's a machine i looked at him like a father now you're asking me to euthanize my father and once it got to the point where it's like look that's a lot i can't i can't keep putting this off but i don't want the pain of doing this this is the only person in existence right now that i love Uh he's like a father to me i can't do it he's like that's why i left and after i left i'm roaming around (laughs) for a couple years i found a new passion my passion is killing this guy and i finally got to a point where i can kill him worst case scenario i get killed but at least i don't have to kill my dad which is who this robot is yeah 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 wouldn't it be awesome if this robot is destroying whole villages, cities, killing thousands of people just to get to her so that she can finally fucking kill him because he doesn't want to live i will murder all the people i have to to end myself i'm fucking tired of this i beg for the sweet release of death (laughs) and she's like i can't do it because this tough as nails chick loves this inanimate robot i can't fucking do it please don't make me do it wouldn't that have a bit more depth than i promised him i'd be a robot and then i said no and after all this stuff he finally catches her and she's like look i really don't want to do this please don't kill me hester shaw loves this boy oh i just remembered i love hester shaw let me shut myself down <laughs> the power of love. Like, why the fuck was that even in there the power of why love. was this whole thing with the fucking robot even in there i remember in the flashback she's going through some some doll heads and there's a photograph and he's saying in the middle of theater that motherfucker looks like a rapist yeah he does <laughs> he, he looked he like a rapist any children that because there was a baby on on this guy's shoulders. I would not leave. My exact words were, I would not leave my children alone in the room with 
<laughs> that man. That dude as long as like he's in the room, I'm in the room. I would not leave my children alone with that him. That dude looked like a fucking psychopath. <laughs> he did. And apparently that's who the robot used to be. Oh, man. So, and but, when he died, you saw the guy's flashback. Of, like, he's holding his daughter's hands in that same photo. And, like, it's lazy as shit. Oh, my God. Lazy as shit. Can we go to the grade A piece of shit, uh, Jihai? Oh, uh, yeah, Jihad. Yeah, Jihad. Jihad. Now, fun fact, I looked up Jihad's history on IMDb, and guess what? She hasn't been in shit. Oh, man. Now, as I said before, Jihad, I'm not saying she's a bad person. Every single picture I can find has zero femininity in it. Yeah. <laughs> Ruby Rose would have liquid going down to her fucking ankles. Oh, man. Just looking at this chick. Not in a bad way, though. I'm just saying, no femininity, nothing wrong with that. Anyway, she shows up, and like, who is this dude? Apparently, she has a bounty on her in the city of London, the mobile city. For some reason that is never explained, she has a bounty. Oh, she's an anti-transitist. A transit a transit sort of thing is a mobile city, and she doesn't like him. And I'm like, okay, she's an anti... Is it against the law to not like moving cities, or... Did Apparently she do something? Or why do you have the posters in the city? Is she in the city somewhere? That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought she was in the city somewhere. Like, none of this makes any fucking sense. You're not explaining any of this. It, yeah. it doesn't make any fucking sense. Is she that important that she warrants a bounty for this much? Yeah. That's my thing. It's like, there was nothing in this movie that showed her to be more important than anyone else. If she had the locket that the guy needed to activate the program, okay, I can see a $100,000 bounty or whatever the fuck. Because I need that shit that she has. Yeah. No, she's don't fucking like her. She shows up. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Because they're at a slave auction. The main chick and the main guy are at a slave auction. How'd they get there again? And um, the, the rover thing that picked them up turned out to actually be slavers. Oh, I okay. I kind of knocked out it's a, a second It's a good thing there. we're reviewing this the same day we watched it, because I swear to God, tomorrow this shit's going to be gone. <laughs> I will have purged this completely out of my brain. So Jihad just shows up. I'll give $5,000 for the woman. You're like, oh. Oh, I must have fucking However, however, we know that you're worth 50000 So either you give me 50000 or we'll just claim the bounty on you. And I'm like, it was my opinion. I thought she was the leader of the resistance. Yes. I thought that's why she had that high-ass bounty. Nope, just a chick. And she just proceeds to beat the living shit out of and gruesomely murder like 80 guys. Yeah. Now, my upset thing, number one, is like, yo, this is just a slave auction with random people. The minute the four henchmen that you have to corral the slaves run up and she kills all four of them, I ain't fucking getting involved in this. I just came here to buy some people. Fuck this. I'll turn around and walk off. I ain't involved in this. <laughs> I'm just here to buy some man flesh. I, I don't, I got no beef with you. Yeah, I'd like 50 grand, but I just saw what you did to those eight fucking guys over there. Fuck this. It's not and worth she's it. got fucking blades in her shoe. She's fucking got laser nunchucks or some dumb shit. Yeah, Because, you know, them Asians is. They all know how to use nunchaku. And she's, she's doing fucking, drop kicks, yeah. Doing fucking drop kicks and fucking devil may cry moves and shit. And I'm like, I thought all this shit was like a lost art. It, by the way, she's killing people dressed in rags. And she's got like a $5,000 Armani suit. I'm like, yeah, really? And it, it matches. And then when the fucking robot comes up, she jumps in her plane, gets the girl, Hester Shaw. And the whole thing is, she got her connection to Tom Natsworthy, the main male kid from yeah. the city. Got her connection way too far. She's like, oh, we can't leave him. And for what it's worth, you know, Jihad is like, I don't fucking know him. Fuck him. We're leaving. Yeah. And she throws a rope down and he grabs the rope and she sacrifices the whole ship to make sure he gets up. Now, I'm thinking if I wrote it, the minute she shows up with a team to get her, she would like, uh, you know, this guy, a friend of yours, we can release him. No, I don't fucking know him. You want us to just release them anyway? No, they wouldn't even ask. Like, yeah, they're all slaves. We're gonna release the slaves. Let's get the fuck out of here. They jump on the ship. Don't leave me. She'd be like, yeah, take off. I don't know him. That's that's <laughs> what I would add. Like, I don't fucking know that guy. He's some kid from the city. You know, he's a lost puppy. I'm sure he'll be fine. Let's leave. 
And we finally get to my favorite scene of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. They go finally arrive to a city in the skies. That oh, did look nice. They that did. It did look visually beautiful. is beautiful. Yeah. Here's where that scene from Crimson Skies felt. I felt like now they went from steampunk to Crimson Skies to they could no correction. They could have gone to Crimson Skies and oh. it could have saved it. What fucked it up? Because it was like that city looked like a city of pirates. Yes. Because really, if everybody if you had swords raid, and shit like that, right? If you want to raid one of these moving cities, you absolutely positively could not do it from ground. From the ground, they d- fucking destroy you. Yeah. The only way to get them would be from the, the sky. sky. You swoop down, shoot their guns, that sort of stuff. So it's like, yeah, we're a whole city of pirates. We just fucking float around. And I thought that was interesting. That could have been interesting, yes. And then all of a sudden, when the shit caught on fire, that was, was funny. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you!" That just, was funny. Just oh my, get out of the way, please! It's burning, bursting into flames, and, and it's falling on the morning fast. And all the folks between us, this is terrible. This is the worst of the worst catastrophes in the world. Oh, it's just it's, it's like burning. Oh, four or five hundred feet into the sky, and it, it's a terrific crash, ladies and gentlemen. The smoke and the flames now, and the flames crashing to the ground, not quite to the mooring mass. All the humanity and all the fans are just speeding around it. I don't do it. I can't even talk to people. The friends are out there. It's a, it's, it's a, oh, I, I can't talk, ladies and gentlemen. Honestly, it's just laying down mass and smoking wreckage. And everybody can't hardly breathe and talk and scream and lady, I, I, I'm sorry. Honestly, I, I can hardly breathe. I, I'm going to step inside while I cannot see it. Charlie, that's terrible. Play the freaking Hindenburg falling down. Oh, God. God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I think this shit was funny. <laughs> I laugh. And and then when the pirates left or whatever they were. They were just kinda of whole hum about it, like you know, like like a couple thousand people were in that city floating up there. They died. They didn't die clean. That shit crashed to the earth and then burned. That was that was a nasty and they, death. And they look at each other like, as they're flying away. Like, yeah, that happened. And, and shit happens. Let's go on over to Shangri La and, and fucking drink some beer and, and act like this never oh. happened. They get to the place where all the nice cities and whatnot is, the east. When they get there, I'm like, wait, wait, all these guys work for this city? Because they work for the city. They all had the insignias of the city. I'm like, what the fuck was all that other shit? Yeah. Why does London have a bounty for someone who works for a different government? Yeah. That doesn't even make any fucking sense. Yeah, that that was really stupid. But you know what? Cut to the chase and let's get to the ending of this fucking Mm -hmm. thing. The weapon that they created was called Medusa. Yeah. And apparently the main character chick, what's her fucking name? You mean... Uh, Hester Shaw. Hester Shaw. Mm-hmm. Hester Shaw was looking for a, a item her mom gave her, and she finally opens it for the first time. And the weapon that was known to destroy mankind was called Medusa. Right. And so she opens up the locket, and it says USA. Yeah, and it just so happens to be a kill switch. Yeah, it's a kill switch mm-hmm. for this uh, end of the world type weapon. London finally gets to the wall, starts shooting at the wall, blowing up the wall, which actually looks pretty damn cool. Yeah, it's creating an artificial black hole. Yeah, that is actually really freaking awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the action isn't that good at all towards the very end. Well, none of the action actually is that impressive. None of the action is that impressive only because after the first action scene, it don't stop. And by the way, listeners, I'm going to tell you right now, this is not hyperbole. I'm not exaggerating. Every goddamn scene is a fucking action action scene. Yeah. And you may say, oh, total non-stop action, that's awesome. No, it's not. But you may say, having a perfect 10 model for a wife who never wants to stop having sex is awesome. After the second day, you're going to want to choke that bitch. You'll be tired <laughs> of her. A movie with non-stop action is the same way. It's non-stop action every fucking scene. And you're like, can we just cuddle? Let's just talk about where you from. What did you used to do on your day off? Let's just talk about that. Oh, you're still wearing the coat from the museum, even though you're not there. Why don't you take it off? Does, does it represent something? Your, your goals, your dreams? Not everybody let's can run a marathon. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's... Uh, please. Please, no more action. I'm just... I, I got a headache. I'm tired. Uh, it's just true. no more action. I was fucking knocking out, man. Yeah, you were fucking falling asleep. Was, it's too much. 
much action. Every every fucking scene is them running from something, jumping over something, or shooting at something. Every goddamn scene. It's actually very true. That's completely fucking true. Or some shit blowing up. As soon as the scene comes from, oh, we got some, we're safe. Oh, we're in this thing. You're going to take us north? Oh, great, thanks. Let's go to this room and go to sleep. We wake up. Yo, they're actually taking us to a slave pen. We gotta go. Back to action. Oh my god. It fucking never stops. It never stops. And then the ending made zero goddamn sense. Yes. They got two shots off. They're like, yo, we gotta get one more shot off. But it's taking a while to recharge. Their planes go over there. Four planes make easy work of all the guns. Some of the pilots that make That action was actually kind of nice. The little it was, it was, it's because it was a change of pace. It was from the air. Yeah. Instead of from the ground. But what happened, fucking Jihad got in there. That was the most boring, climactic fight scene I'd ever seen. Yeah, it was pretty bad. At some point, someone took out something that was ethnically racist. Did she take out nunchucks again? Or did she take... She took out something. She, she got a sword, a katana blade, or... Yeah, no, it made no. no fucking sense. I'm like, why don't you fucking shoot him? What are you doing? She's got a gun with four barrels on it. Yeah, you got four shots. What the fuck you taking out a samurai sword? And then she stabs him, he stabs her, and now she's at a point where all he has to do is let her go and she'll drop to the floor below and die. <laughs> and you say... <laughs> but but instead of doing that, uh, Jihad looks at the girl, you're down there now. Plug in the key. Okay, I'm going to plug in the key. Then Jihad looks at him, hey, she's plugging in the key. I've already won. I'm All I'm thinking is, he could have let her go the moment she turned her head and then shot that chick and then possibly walked down the steps to turn the machine back on. Was it all me? All before all the rest of that shit transpired. Was it me or is it taking her like 15 minutes just to type in six numbers? Yeah. That pissed me off. <laughs> like, really? Really? You're gonna fucking do this? It was like six numbers. It was six numbers. Instead of dialing one, two, three, four, five, six, it's okay. I'm gonna dial one. One has been entered. Okay, two. Oh, no, no, come on, come on, come on, hurry up, hurry up. Two has been entered. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's one, two, three, four, five, six, boom, done. It was bad. And then the cherry on top. Whenever I see this in the movie, I have a name for it now. Remember Razor Ramon in wrestling? Was he WCW? Yeah, or? he was He was, He was. was in both. But but he started. In, in WWE. WWF at the time. Okay, I thought he was on TNT. All right. He was. But I thought he started there. No, 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 no. He started at WWE. All right. and then he left and he went to the Remember, there's a move where he picks people up behind him like that. Yeah. And he stretches their arms straight like they're on the cross. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. was that called? That's called the razor's edge. The razor's edge. Because you're on the cross. Yeah. You're like Jesus. You're being sacrificed. Whenever I see this in the movie, I always call it the <laughs> razor's edge. You can tell the hero is sacrificing himself for everyone else. By the way, folks, this is lazy as shit. <laughs> because he poses like Jesus on the cross. Superman did it. Remember that? When he's in space yeah. and he's just resting. His arms are out, his legs are crossed. It was Superman Returns. Yes, yes. He was he was pretending to be Jesus, and people called him out and mocked him. Rightly so. This chick, when he lets her go, she's only falling one floor, but she has time enough to toss <laughs> her head back, bring both her arms completely out, and cross her legs. I lost my shit in the theater because before he let her go, I said, "Yo, Rage was dead." You were like, "What? She's gonna be Jesus?" Like, I bet you. I bet you. I was bullshitting around when he let her go and she did it. I was like, "Just if there was a table in front of me, I would have flipped it." You know, it's funny because this is not the first time that you actually predicted what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. They were finishing a fight scene and you said she's gonna say something snide and oh yeah funny. a one-liner yeah and she did because at that point i i knew the movie was lazy the movie was completely lazy let's review this fucking thing so right? everything all the way down to the end was disappointing can i go first yeah, yeah go, go go first i will tell you this there is only one thing preventing this no i say two things maybe even three preventing this from getting straight up garbage from saying no one see this fucking cluster fuck of a piece of fuck the scenes are nice. As far as the way it's structured and set up, steampunkish wise, it's beautiful. beautiful. The city designs, the city interaction, beautiful. Costume design, yeah, beautiful. The action scenes, as long as they're grandiose, one building versus another building, one building versus a wall, something like that, beautiful. Makeup design, that robot, I would take that design from them and put that in something it can be used for, much better. Beautiful. This movie is 
a feast for the eyes. When that's done, everything else falls so flat, it's offensive. The writing, the direction, the director, the acting, worst of all. Usually, the acting is the thing that I would blame least. I'd say, oh, it's bad writing. This acting was fucking awful. And of course, the pacing, which is the director's fault. That's all his fault. Yeah. All his fault. You could not genuinely enjoy the movie. You can watch it and say, wow, look at that. That is something. But I could get the same thing from some slide picks. Just give me some slides. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Next slide. Oh, wow. Look at how big that is. Next slide. Yeah. Done. So this is going to get a trait of garbage. Um, man, it's pretty rough. Even though I fell asleep twice in this movie. Um, well, you're lucky. That you're lucky ones. intro was actually pretty damn sweet. The ending, dogfight, I guess, 1942-esque battle Dog scene. fight. Yeah. They weren't fighting planes. They were um, fighting stationary turrets, which is weird because there were planes on the uh, in the city, so fuck was going on. I'm going to give this an insanely low rental. You're so, going to give it a rental? A low rental. So, so you would pay money to see this? <laughs> Is what you're saying. I'm not asking if you'll get up and go to the movie theater, but you will pay some money to see this. I wouldn't pay a fucking dime shit, for man. this insulting shit. Man, we actually did pay money to see this. In theaters. Maybe had I not done that, I wouldn't be as angry, but I still would have given it an honest rating. And my thing is, I don't have a problem with you saying, oh, it's definitely not worth seeing in theaters. This shit is not worth paying money for. Damn, This shit man. is not worth paying money for. It is fucking lazy. You pay paid money for a bunch of pretty fucking pictures. That's what you paid. Did you pay money for that acting, right? I, I laughed. Was, was that acting worth paying money for? Was that fucking plot worth paying money no. for? Was the juvenile ass attempts at stitching together a movie? Okay. Hester Shaw sad. <laughs> Was that worth your goddamn money, Ray? Nah. All right, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to give this shit a straight-up garbage. (laughs) I'm not saying you have to give it. Like I said, I like the shit I saw. Ah, fuck I don't want to have to pay for that. I, I, I mean, I could watch Robot Carnival for that. At least it's just eight minutes. No, fuck that. Robot Carnival's fucking entertaining. Don't you fucking put them in with this. Okay, okay. I'm, that's don't what I'm saying. Don't you fucking put Robot Carnival. I can watch that shit. Know what? Fuck it. Throw it up. We're going to watch some Robot Carnival after this. Yeah, all right, all right. Don't you associate Robot Carnival with this shit. Okay, okay. I promise. This shit looks nice. Robot Carnival looks nice. It fucking ends there. What's your official score? Straight up garbage. Straight up garbage. Man, I was so psyched. I can't believe I fucking fell asleep. Because of that, our official score is going to be a straight up garbage. Yeah, fuck it. Straight right. up and garbage. You got to err on the side of caution. Straight up garbage. Don't forget to visit us on our website at g2ta.net and gottotalkaboutit.com and don't forget to subscribe. Also, guys, visit us on our Patreon page. Patreon slash g2ta. Yeah, man. Alright, let's find that robot carnival. Dude, man. What a if they didn't have any fucking fuel, how did they create half the shit they, well, they created? That was my constant complaint. Like, where the fuck are they getting the gas for this shit? Who maintenance is anything? Well, maintenance isn't the problem. You got tons of fucking people working there on the thing. But I'm like, yo, where do they get the gas? 